But the thing is, oftentimes we've been told who we are and what we're good at. For so many people, adults who haven't really thought through what they want for their own lives, they look around the houses, the number of kids that they have, it seems like you know, everything is coming out of fairy tale. It's what everybody should want. But is that what they want? Hey guys, this is Faye from Faye's World. Welcome to this video because as we conclude 2019, my producer Herman encouraged me to record this very special one, which is my learnings and reflections from the past decade. Not just the past year, but the past decade. So I was on the train and started noting down the list of things I have learned and felt most grateful for. Something I realized that, you know, now in my mid-30s, these are the learnings from my mid-20s through the mid-30s. And by the way, if you are in your mid-20s or perhaps you're in your 30s or later in life, you may have noticed that this period of time is quite crucial because we literally go from someone who is just you know new to the professional world in our mid-20s, perhaps we're an associate level, to all of a sudden in your 30s, perhaps you are a you know, management or even senior management level, you know, becoming even more, I guess, mature in your personal and professional career development. So I think it's a crucial time to reflect, but especially for me, I've taken a slightly different route compared to some of my friends. Uh, if you're new, hi, I'm Faye. I'm a creative entrepreneur. I run a podcast. I launch my documentary and I run my own business. So let's get started. First thing I learned, absolutely, you have you must create something on your own. There's no excuse. Whatever is that interest you have, you don't have to be an expert in it. When we started our podcast, honestly, we didn't have even a plan. We didn't have episode zero. We had one episode in the can against everyone's wishes and the guidelines, best practice that you know today. We launched the show anyway in 2014 and never looked back. The show continues to run and you know, when I started this thing, I didn't think it was gonna go on for five years. So whatever you start, it's not that I'm asking you to force yourself and do something for years and years and, and invest a lot of money in. I just think it's a great idea to start doing something, making something and present it to the world. Like Seth Godin would say, here, I made this. It's not for everyone, but I hope you might like it and hope we'll connect as a result of it. So whether it's a podcast or a blog, will you consider yourself as a poet? Do it anyway, start writing. If you love making food, maybe record some of that and share the recipe with your family and friends before you even put it on YouTube. Number two, try something new every year. It doesn't matter if you're in 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, doesn't matter. Start something new, maybe taking an art class, uh, pick up calligraphy and start singing. You know, and then you can get a singing coach for a few weeks and see how you like it. Then as for me, out of the blue, I was always a very self-conscious dancer. I'm like literally that person in the corner, nearly in tears if you're trying to get me on the dance floor, or even just dance casually at a party. For whatever reason, you know, I'm, I don't see myself as someone who's like super self-conscious or have a lot of fear towards things, but dance was super 
like the number one, number two biggest fear I had. Um, so last year, 2018, I picked up Zumba slash Dance Jam at a local gym. I found my favorite teachers, thanks to all of you out there, and they're just incredible. So I found my fun, and also as an entrepreneur who is in front of my desk all day, every day, it was really important that I had something to look forward to every single week. And truth be told, I'm dancing pretty much every day now. It's great as a fitness routine that I look forward to. Thinking about going to dance lessons gave me all that energy. And part two of this, you might want to reinvent yourself every three years. Try something different out of the ordinary. Give yourself that permission, even if you're a parent. Number three, be strategic about the people you take advice from. Or in other words, be careful who you choose as your mentor um, or someone you look up to as a teacher. The reason is that we as human beings living in the society today are really drawn towards what the society measures and thinks as being successful. So a lot of that is based on what we can see, visually see or can measure. So um, for example, it is very common, and I made the mistake and many other people did and do as well, is when you work in a corporate environment, for example, and you see so-and-so present really well in the meeting, you wanna learn from them and you wanna take advice from them. I think that's really good and see what draws people in. But if you just purely look at someone in their position based on their title, how much money they're making, if they're surrounding themselves by other wealthy, prominent people, it appears to be like they know what they're doing, but you got to be careful because people get there through different paths. Um, some of those paths aren't something that you're willing to take or suits your needs or even take you to the places that you're, you're going. Um, so be careful and be strategic about it. So that leads to learning number four, which is to know who you are. It sounds so stupid, right? I mean, you are living in your own body. Why wouldn't you know who you are and what you want? But the thing is, oftentimes we've been told who we are and what we're good at. And that could be a detriment for so many people, adults, like who haven't really thought through what they want for their own lives. They look around the houses, the number of kids that they have. It seems like, you know, everything is coming out of fairy tale. It's what everybody should want, but is that what they want? So look at your life and actually question that. And by the way, I know that that question could set back a lot of people, could even make certain people depressed for a little bit. But I think we ought to understand who we are, what our unique joy is. Related to three and four is number five, relationships matter. So now you find the people you love, you enjoy spending time with, can learn from. It's really important for you to uh, kind of make sure you keep in touch with them and really appreciate for who they are. Maybe you should tell them too and trying to uh, find more time to, uh, to be part of that group and maybe you can initiate some of the activities, uh, learning activities or otherwise, so that you can surround yourself by a group of people that really energize you and make you feel like more of who you are instead of changing yourself and trying to adapt a different culture to please other people. And number six is build your own community. I can't believe that I didn't think of this earlier. In 2017, more than two years ago, I started this group called Alt Podcasters. So by name, 
They are um, the alternative of podcasters who don't just care about downloads or fame or whatever. And they're there to produce and curate stories that truly matter and change people's lives. So we're a group of podcasters. There were 25, 30 of them. The group actually got smaller and bigger again. And now we're really honing on the group of people who choose to be there, really wanna be there. And today, two years later, we have gone above and beyond just podcasting. We're all creative entrepreneurs. We run business on the side or we run the business full-time to support our family. And it's just such a phenomenal experience. Number eight. Hey, if you're like me, you're a woman, you're an immigrant, or you're a traveling entrepreneur from other countries, you've heard that, hey, at the beginning, it's hard for us to really find our voice, find our place in society. But if you try hard enough, you'll find your way there. And guess what? It's true. And the hardest thing is you have to stick to a plan and, and be able to pivot, but you gotta believe in it because so much of what we do as content creators and creative entrepreneurs, you put this message out there, like what I'm doing in front of the camera and you upload the video and you pray people will come. Um, and sometimes there are 10 views, 20 views, but somehow if you stuck it out there long enough, months later, certain videos will get picked up. I've seen comments on the lowest viewership videos from people who really appreciate that. Oh my gosh, I know this isn't a popular piece of content. I know you probably did this out of a favor for other people who are going through what you're going through. And guess what? People really appreciate it. And as a business person, when you create content like that, people want to reciprocate. They want to help you out. They want to watch more of the videos that you create. So sisters out there, I believe in you and I hope that you'll believe in yourself. We're almost at the end of this. Number nine, if you have a loving family who's there for you, who loves you, you're very, very lucky. I know you know this because I feel the same way. I have um, very supporting parents. My dad passed away 10 years ago, but you know, perhaps we didn't have the greatest relationships. Uh, I know it can be very tricky sometimes, but I do hear, I mean, I do see prayers everywhere in my life. And I, I often think about how I would involve him in my current career right now. I want him to see all of this because everything I'm doing, podcasting, documentaries, these are like his favorite things. And I wish I could just share with him and just pick up the phone and just call him. I'm not able to do that right now, but I know deep down he would be very, very proud. Um, and I know this is a superstitious side of me. I know he can see all of this and cheering me on. Now, my mom and I don't have siblings, so my mom and my other family relatives are all very supportive of me, who I am, what I do, but it's very easy for you to sometimes listen too much to your family, if you know what I mean. Uh, you need to also be able to make decisions on your own and trust your own instinct because sometimes a loving family's responsibility and, and tendency is to protect you, protect uh, what's right by you, and, and they worry about you because they care. And at the end of the day, it's really hard to push away your family and push away their advice and say, this is what I'm gonna do. That takes us to my final learning, number 10. You gotta live the life you want, not what someone else wants for you. So that's related to families, siblings, your loved ones, your spouse, your partner, what they want for your life. You gotta choose the life that you want for yourself. And there are a lot of specifics that go into that. You know, whether you're someone who want to be a singer, a writer, a creative 
person or if you're someone who wants to be a doctor and wants to work those 70 80 hour week and shifts you know and that can be very tough on the family but it is something that you want i know that there are a lot of sacrifices that we have to make as a result of that but at the end of the day it's your life and you have to prioritize what you want to create in your life and the people who love you will understand or if they truly love you, they will eventually come along. And I personally know a lot of women in this case uh, who decided to go back to work or create their own business. And I know they actually received a lot of criticisms, even from their close family and friends saying that they're selfish, they shouldn't be pursuing such a journey, they should really put their kids first. Otherwise, why shouldn't they have kids to begin with? Um, but I think it's really important that you choose a path that you're proud of and you will create a future for your kids that wouldn't otherwise be available to them. And I also know a lot of my female friends tell me that their kids are so independent because that they can see their moms being so independent themselves and they thrive to become uh, a person just like them. Okay, so here are the 10 things in summary. Number one, you must build something on your own. Number two, try something new every year and reinvent yourself every three years. Three, be strategic who you choose as mentors and who you take advice from. Number four, know what it means to be yourself, know your unique joy. Number five, relationship matter and uh, choose to be close to the people who energize you. Number six, if they don't exist already, you can't find them, build your own tribe. Number seven, there is no overnight success. You gotta do the work. Stop reading so much into the media on overnight successes. Number eight, immigrants, minorities, women, follow your dream, believe in yourself, keep showing up for your work. Number nine, if you have a loving family, still be careful who you take advice from. Love them, and if they love you, they will come along uh, on your journey. Number 10, live a life you want, not what someone else wants for you. Thank you so much, and I really look forward to sharing my 2020 with you guys. This is the so the beginning of my YouTube journey and I expect myself to be on this channel for a long time. Thank you so much for watching and I hope you'll subscribe, hit the bell button and I will be in touch. Until next time.